Welcome back, Atlanta. We appreciate you sticking with us through another break. You're listening to the third segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. If you're out there trying to buy a home, and this week's show is a little more buyer-oriented because buyers are so concerned about what's happening in the market, but if you feel like you're not able to keep up in finding the good inventory to buy, man, we've got some tips for you. And, by the way, we've got some great tips, I think, for your agent. And then what are the projections for sales and sales prices in 2021? I should have mentioned last segment that it was brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorhan. So I guess I've got to tell you now that this segment is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. I just totally forgot it during the last segment. But O'Kelly and Sorahan is a full-service law firm with 19, excuse me, 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. The firm specializes in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770 770- Four nine seven one eight eight zero. Did a presentation in the last couple of days for closing attorneys all throughout Georgia. And if you're out there listening and you're a closing attorney, I'm going to tell you that some closing firms are fantastic and some closing firms don't really hit the mark when it comes to caring about the needs and the experiences and the frustrations of the buyers and sellers. So we use O'Kelly and Sorehan because we feel like they do a better job of handling those situations than most of the other firms we see out there in the market today. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts, so home buying and selling can be done with total confidence. I mean total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you as a seller or buyer client working with Gaddis Group Remax Center. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after closing that you should have learned before. You're an adult. You don't need somebody to tell you what to do, but you certainly need somebody to help you understand everything you need to know in order to make the right decisions. Now, we're going to go to a listener question. This is from Breanne in Lawrenceville. And, man, she feels left out. And if you are trying to buy a home today, you might feel left out too. But there's a few things that you need to do that, more importantly, your agent needs to be doing in order to help you have a seat at the table. doesn't mean you're going to be able to buy a home that will be the perfect home, but, man, wouldn't it be nice to get to the table before the dang home has been sold to somebody else? We don't want you to feel left out. We want you to really feel like you have a seat at the table, like you're there, like you can negotiate in good faith and buy that home for you. So what are the things that agents need to do and buyers need to do in order to make sure you're finding the newest, the best inventory out there? Number one, a buyer's agent should be leading the search for properties. Now, I'm not trying to interfere in anybody's relationship with another buyer specialist anywhere in Metro Atlanta. But if you sign up with your buyer's agent or your buyer's specialist or whoever it is you're working with and they set you up on, top, some, on some type of automated search and they say, hey, you let me know when something comes across that you like, I'm going to be honest with you. In today's world, I would run. Because the buyer's agents, it's easier for them to recognize a good product, even if the pictures are crappy than it is for a home buyer to do it. Because these agents do it day in and day out. Some of them have been in the business 20, 25 years. They are very good at it. 
And so we need to make sure that we're looking at more properties, not less. So you want to give your agent very specific criteria. Here's what I'm looking for, bedrooms, bathrooms, area, price range, blah, blah, blah. But you really want to allow the agent to search more generally. So you want them to send listings that are a little more expensive, a little less expensive, things that don't meet the exact style. So for example, we were working with someone <coughs> who was looking specifically for a ranch home. The agent encouraged them <coughs> to go out and <coughs> excuse me and take a look at a couple of other homes that had a master bedroom and a secondary bedroom on the main level and two additional bedrooms upstairs with a bonus room over the garage. The sellers never, the, excuse me, the buyers never had considered that at all. They fell in love with the home. It was just around the corner from the area where they wanted to live. And because the agent was searching more generally, even though the buyer had provided very specific buying criteria, they were able to find a home. You as a buyer must know K-N-O-W, what you are saying no N-O to. Interesting concept, but so many buyers who were looking to buy homes, here's what they say when the agent asks, hey, would you like to go this home? No, it's too expensive. No, it's this. No, it's in the wrong neighborhood. No, it's in the wrong school district. No. And my suggestion to you is you don't want to talk yourself into living somewhere that you didn't intend to live, but my suggestion for you is no, K-N-O-W, what you're saying, no, N-O, to. So if you have listings that pop up and they're in a close geographic area or maybe the price is just a little bit higher than you think might be comfortable, go see the house anyway. Because, guys, when you go out and you start exposing yourself to more properties and more opportunities, that's when the magic starts to happen. Even though there's very few for sale by owners on the market, I looked at last year's statistics and for sale by owners throughout the United States and Atlanta kind of mirrors the U.S. We're down around 3 or 4% of total transactions. So it's not like you'll find a ton of them, but you need to search for for sale by owners on the popular real estate portals. Zillow would be one example where sellers could go and list their property. And it might give you more listing inventory. Also, make sure you're working with an agent who pulls listings from both the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. As I mentioned during the fourth segment of the show, almost every week, our website, which is sure, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, suremls.com, pulls listings from both the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. So you are less likely to miss out on anything. When you're working with your buyer's agent, if you go out with them on a Wednesday afternoon, for example, do not leave them until you set the next appointment to go out and look at properties. Because I promise you the agent is stressed out about hardly barely by the skin of their teeth being able to find any homes for you to look at this week. And they're glad that they don't have the obligation to get you out looking at homes. And that what you need to do is you need to make sure they feel even more obligated. Because it's amazing how creative they can be at finding inventory when they are pushed into it. And I'm not talking badly about realtors. Most realtors and real estate agents, they want to help clients in the worst way. I'm just trying to say not everybody's willing to work hard enough to get it done. And that's just the reality of life. I want you to ask yourself right now, is your buyer, buyer's agent out previewing properties without you being there? If the answer is no, I think you need to ask yourself a question about that particular agent and are they willing to do what they need to do 
in order to help you get a home under contract very quickly. They need to be going out looking at inventory so that they can turn around and tell you, hey, here's a good one, here's a good one. If they've spent enough time with you, they know what you're looking for anyway. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm the host of this show. I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords all throughout Metro Atlanta. We want you to make the best decisions. And we are giving tips for finding homes for buyers and buyers' agents in a low inventory market. We have given seven tips so far. The buyer's agents must lead the search process. You must give specific criteria, but search more generally. You, you really got to consider different geographic areas. You just got to consider them. Doesn't mean you have to buy something there, but you need to consider them. You must know K-N-O-W, what you're saying no N-O to. And you got to search for sale by owners on real estate websites, for example, Zillow, that include for sale by owner properties. You also need to always have the next appointment set for looking at properties when you finish the last one. You need to make sure you fully understand your budget. I have had hundreds and hundreds of conversations with buyers over the years who have very specific budgets with absolutely no logic or rationale behind them. So generally, people want to buy a house based on the amount of money they have available to bring to closing and the amount of budget they have on a monthly basis to make the payment. And you need to make sure that you and your agent are very clear about both of those things. You need to also understand the cost of waiting. So if you decide not to buy a house this year and you wait to next year, there is a cost. Who knows what that cost would be? It might be $15,000. If interest rate go up, it might be forty dollars or $50,000. But you need to understand the cost of waiting. You need to search for listings where the seller might be motivated. In the first segment of the show, we talked about people who decrease pricing or prices of their listings, indicating to the world that they're a little more motivated. And so is your agent and are you looking at homes that have had recent price decreases or maybe looking at homes that have been on the market a little bit longer? Maybe they need a little rehab and refresh. Maybe they need a little elbow grease. But the reality is they might be a perfect property for you. You need to use those strategies that we mentioned in the last session, last uh, segment for winning against multiple offers. If you think you're going to be competing against multiple offers and you don't have some kind of strategy, you're going to regret it. And then the last thing is you need to have a process for moving forward quickly with offers. When I buy investment properties, the real estate agents that I work with have my permission if a property meets a certain meets certain criteria to make an offer sight unseen. And then we will figure out whether or not we want to buy the property during the due diligence period. If you are thinking that you want to sell your home but you feel stuck, we can help you. The coronavirus might have actually made it easier for you to sell your home, not harder. And we believe the average home seller in Metro Atlanta leaves $28,000 on the table. I can't even imagine learning six months or a year later that the next sale in the neighborhood sold for twenty-five dollars or $30,000 more than yours, and it was the exact same house. It certainly would be frustrating. But we could put you in a position where you can be the one to sell the house for $28,000 more. How do you find out about this? Just go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on $28,000 more. Just put in a little information, and I will personally analyze your situation to help you understand what you need to do to sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their house for. And I'm not kidding. $28,000 more will help you see pricing that others might not see and will help you understand what you might have to do to reposition the property in order to get that pricing and 
Our services can come with up to $15,000 in rehab expenses that cost you nothing that you get to pay back at closing. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, our neighborhood spotlight features Classic Village in Stone Mountain. Stay tuned. What percentage of homeowners or potential home buyers are nervous about catching COVID? How much should you budget annually for home repairs? And what should you do when selling a synthetic stucco home? Second or third question we've had about synthetic stucco in the last couple of weeks. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. 